0: Welcome to our HR Tech interviews. This one is really interesting. We have Dr. Jarek Conrad, who's the Vice President of Human Insights at UKG. He's also the Executive Director of the UKG Workforce Institute. He's in conversation with Erin Casey, who's the Vice President of Platform Partnerships at Unum. Well, thank you,
1: Dr. Derek Conrad. It's wonderful to be here with you, and I really appreciate you taking time with us
0: great to here be today. Here. Great to be here. I'm excited I, about it.
1: Excellent. And I know you have a session coming
0: up. I actually just finished. I did, I, see, I did a session a little earlier today. Wonderful. Yeah, we had a great session.
1: Wonderful. So I, I'd love to start there if we can. Yeah, so it was yeah. too much, too fast, too fake, emotional intelligence. Can you tell us yeah. about some of um, the key messages?
0: I, you know, I get pretty descriptive in my titles. I, I, you you kind of know what you're going to get. I
1: think I... <laughs> <laughs> the key themes, but um, I'd love to hear more about it. But yeah,
0: it's uh, the reality is that you know people are people are struggling. You now people are struggling. We have uh, I give you some of the outcomes first, and then Excellent. I'll talk about some of the whys. But it, when you look across the board, uh, IQ is down; has been going down since the 70s. Emotional intelligence, which you know something I'm focused on, has been going down recently. Uh, people's chronic health conditions have been on the rise. Uh, civility. You know, we, I, you know, getting on an airplane now. I'm trying to look around to see if I'm going to get into a fight with somebody on the plane. And so, you know, in all these different dimensions of our lives, you know, we're not getting better. We're getting worse. Mm-hmm. And you know, we got to figure that out because these are our people, right? Our employees, right. our our leaders in our organization, our customers. And so, part of it has to be the way we live, and that's where this title comes from. We we're inundated with too much information, more than we can do anything with. Mm -hmm. It's coming at us way too fast. Like, it's breakneck speed, and and, and half of it, or maybe even more than half of it, might not even be true. Absolutely. With this proliferation of fake news, uh, we don't know what to believe. And so, you know, people are just, you know, life is is tough, And, and I think that we underestimate, in organizations, we underestimate the immense toll that all this is having on our people. I, you know, we're this is HR tech, and I'm a proponent of tech, but but we can't forget we can't forget the person. Absolutely. And if we don't do anything, I I said in this, I made this up, and I got to keep repeating it so I can go write it down. But uh, we we focus on making tech to make things better for people, and I think we got to start to shift to focus tech on making people better. Oh, it's excellent. Because if we don't get at the heart of it, you know the root cause of what they 're struggling with, we can have the best solutions in the world, and they won 't be optimized
1: absolutely absolutely and how do you think we make that? How do we make that shift
0: we got to get to know people. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a big, I lead a thought leadership group at UKG, and I call it Human Insights. Wonderful. And you know, we are we're deeply involved in the people sciences. You know, psychology, neuroscience, sociology. I'm trying to figure out what makes people tick, and and you know, all that stuff applies in the workplace yeah. <laughs> as well. And so, going back to some of those concepts we learned back in college, that we're like, while wow, we're learning this stuff. Uh, because it's real people really do fall for those logic traps and you know biases and we the more we understand that the more we understand people and the other thing is we're gonna to have to get more sophisticated at understanding people at, a, at an individual level we we use these proxies like generations yes. Gen Z does this yes. Gen a- <laughs> if you look at my music collection you would not say I'm a Gen X'er you know I'm, I'm you know I'm old school in what I listen to so um, and the other thing, too, about these, oh, by the way, I should have told you, you asked me a question. you got to cut me off. Oh, I'll no. Keep, keep
1: going. Sorry.
0: <laughs> the other thing um, is that, you know, when we think about these boxes, we get, you know, we start to minimize people into a certain box. Mm-hmm. So women do this. Right. People of color or black people do this. People over the, yeah. if we have a statistic that says women are more likely to be, show a high levels of empathy from an emotional intelligence standpoint. And if we had another stat that said engineers are more likely to show a lower level of empathy. I'm not saying that for sure. engineers that might be listening to this. What do we do then if we're sitting next to a woman who's an engineer? Which yeah. box do we pick? Right, right. So, so we gotta stop with these um, uh, these generalizations with these big groupings. And I hope tech can allow us to customize that scale yeah. so we can get to know people. Once we get to know them, maybe we can intervene and, and help them be better. Yeah,
1: that makes complete sense. It's fi- it's finding those those key points about that individual that really helps yeah. you customize to that person, not their category. Yeah.
0: Otherwise we can't get there. We can we can make some investments, yeah. some advancements. You know you got five personality styles, right? That's so if you great. just go on those, the big five, you can, you know, make some headway. But man, if we can get down to that individual level because my life experiences you know are, are going to be different and the things that shape me are going to be very different than somebody that might look just like me yeah so we, we got to do we got to get more sophisticated absolutely absolutely
1: <laughs> that's wonderful thank you and so the conference what's yeah. been your favorite part yeah. of hr tech so far
0: uh I, you know i when we you know we're sitting here in this exhibit hall and you got all these wonderful organizations and there's uh, uh, some, looks like startups. You yes. know, there's a whole startup area over there. So that's exciting. Yes. Is that people are doing a lot. I mean, folks are using science to, you know, try. It's exciting, but it also comes with this big caveat. We, we still gotta get back to the basics. Absolutely. You know, as I've talked about before, but, but man, if we can get those basics down, and we can get into you know some of these uh, remarkable innovations that people have tapped into you know our potential as you know not just workers but our potential as people uh, only grows.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Have you visited yeah. the pitch yeah. area? Yeah. I think that that's fantastic. I, I, I did walk
0: by there. That's exciting. It is. To see. I, I might try and catch it to is. see one of these pitches.
1: Yes. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, um, question about just HR in general. What do you predict will be the top challenge in 2024 for HR?
0: That's a tough question for me to answer because we work on what we call the megatrends and predictions, and we have completed our uh, megatrends and predictions for 2024, and we won't officially unveil those until our Aspire, our uh, our big conference. But but I can tell you that um, uh, there's a different outlook. Let's say uh, we've come out of the pandemic where everybody was like, let's just let's just keep it all together, and, and I think uh, over this past year, you finally have more people. Uh, who feel like the pandemic is behind us than not. And so I think people are starting to peek over the bow a little bit to start to, okay, now that the crisis is over with, you know, the immediate stuff is over with, what, what is going to be the challenges three to yeah. five years down the road? So there's some optimism in that. We survive this. We can survive anything. So So, that, so the mood is shifting in that way. But, but we're still dealing with the same age-old child you know look, I've been in and around HR for 25 years and we're still asking a lot of the same questions mm-hmm. and we, we've gotten better at these things but we still you know we haven't fully uh, fully arrived yet. We've been talking about a labor shortage for a long time that is here yes. you know there are more available jobs than there are people to take those jobs. It's going to be a persistent quality of the labor market probably forever absolutely on the other side of that you got the people who we have we're not sure they have the right skills that you know they're going to take our organizations forward so i might not have all the people i need the people i have might not have the right this is this double whammy that i think is going to come to fruition in 2024 that uh, that hr people are going to have to have some specific strategies around that and, uh, and you know, I have some ideas about that. And it, it involves you know finding some talent in really unexplored places yes. uh, within our organization. We'll have to dig deeper
1: yeah.
0: uh, to, to, to just, you know, we might be surprised at what some of our frontline workers can do uh, for instance, that mm-hmm. um, you know, we just didn't, we didn't ask the right questions. Yeah, We're gonna have to ask those questions. Absolutely.
1: Now. Yeah, and a wonderful tie, I think, to some of the conversations this morning in the keynote around the role of AI and some of that labor shortage and finding that talent as well. Yeah, so, it's
0: fascinating. I mean, yeah. it's, this has been all AI, AI, AI. Everywhere. Right, everywhere you go. <laughs> and and again, it's exciting, but, you know, my caveat, uh, again, I work for a tech company yeah. and we're trying to make technology that works for all. and uh, makes people better versions of themselves and all that, but the question that I think we all have to be asking is, you know, one question is can we do it? The other question is should, should. we do it? Yeah. And I'm hoping that we're spending a lot of time, or, or or how can we do it ethically? And I know for us that that's 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 part of the the foundation yeah. for everything we're exploring with that's AI. That's an
1: excellent point. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what will be the key to helping? Employees thrive in the upcoming year.
0: Uh, I, I, I think we got to recognize, man. This this we could talk an hour about. How can I, how can I shorten this <laughs> a little bit? Well, number one, that part of my talk talked about wellness and all the dimensions sure. of wellness. I've talked about the fact that we got to get to know them. If we can get to know employees and understand that what it might take person A to thrive, and their, even their definition of thriving might be different than what it might take person B. We have to make sure our managers are equipped to ask those questions, to discern, you know, those subtle differences, and to give people what they need so they can be successful. Because still, you know, most people their vis- their vision of the organization relates back to their own mm-hmm. manager. And so I think we got to empower and strengthen managers, and you know, we, we we haven't done a, the greatest job in the world at that. Um, and I think organizations are going to have to realize that this gets at, uh, I wrote a book uh, called In Search of Humanity and it came out uh, last year. And the book basically is saying, look, we organizations, businesses are gonna have to take more of a leadership mm-hmm. role in understanding the impact that these social challenges and, uh, you know, outside uh, environmental challenges and all these are having on our employees. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they're struggling because we're, we're, we're having issues around race, or religion or sexual orientation in our communities, and we have people in those populations who don't feel safe in those communities, we, we can't expect that they're gonna to come to our jobs and give 100% Absolutely. effort. Absolutely. They don't they discretionary effort when they're trying to survive. Yeah. And so in some cases, businesses have been on the sidelines, or they've been influencing, influencing politicians You know, kind of on the side. We, we, you know, we're going to have to come out front and be bold about how we feel about ESG mm-hmm. and DEIB, and, and and understand that you know our employees are citizens.
1: Absolutely. And
0: um, the, you know the things that are going on in the world it, you know, profoundly impacts them, and we should weigh in on that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. I appreciate that. So one more question for you: We are asking all of our um, all of our interviewees, okay, if you had to have one word. A keyword, a theme for 2024 for HR, what would it be? Optimism. I love that. Optimism. That's wonderful.
0: Yeah, we've we've been through. I mean, I, I don't practice HR on a day-to-day basis anymore. Uh, uh, so, I mean, I, I just, and I'm glad I didn't have to go through, you know, During the pandemic. through this pandemic. Yes. I mean, I just, we, are, we ought to applaud HR people who really stepped up. Uh, but they've been inundated, yeah. and uh, I think now they can step back and say, "Okay, now these are there's some long-term plans I've been thinking about in the back of my mind. I just haven't had a chance to really explore yeah. them. I think now we're going to start to open up and, and explore them. And, and I will say this also: I I want to cheat and just say, the HR people need to take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, so everything that we're talking about that employees need to do from a health and wellness standpoint and all that, mm-hmm. HR people are employees. And, you know, what what, is, what do they say on the plane? Put your own Oh, put your own mask together. on first. <laughs> we, we, we need to do that. Yeah. So optimism, as long as we can be introspective and, and, and take care of ourselves.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, thank, thank you so much, Dr. Conrad. It's been a pleasure talking you. to you. Thank I appreciate it. This is, great. This that's is good. awesome. That's good. Yes, I appreciate it. It's that. been wonderful. Thank yeah. you so thank much. You. Appreciate you. your insights. <laughs> yes, thank right. you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.